You're listening to Live from My Mother's Basement with me, Mike Marino. So we're live now on Instagram, and we're getting ready to go live here on my Facebook fan page. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another edition of Live from My Mother's Basement. If everybody could write me right now and let me know that you can hear me and that you could see me, because obviously we are not in the basement. We are in a hotel room, and I don't even know where the hell we are. Where are we? Detroit. Detroit. <laughs> this is Dade City, Florida. Florida, and I'm happy to announce that my brother Paul, Paul Marino from the Paul Marino Bound Band, we're on tour, and we did a show. There goes my sign. <laughs> So we decided we're going to do the podcast Fired live, the designer. <laughs> live from my mother's basement, right here in a hotel room in the middle of nowhere. And then when we're done, we're going to go get something to eat. So let me see if everybody can hear us. And there, there everybody's chiming in. Hi, everybody. How you doing? We're going to talk to everybody. We're going to take a lot of questions and have a lot of answers come from my brother, Paul. This is his first time on my podcast. However, we did do the Not So Late Show, where my brother performed. We performed this afternoon, of course, I did comedy. He does music and song. Mm -hmm. So, hello everybody. Thank you for tuning in. Look, we've even got some people from Australia writing. This is my oh, real Australia. brother. Australia. Yeah, well, and so I'm gonna want you guys to all log on to his. Thanks. We're talking. Um, Mel Condori is writing to the show right now from Australia. Hey, she actually said hello. She watches the morning walk every morning. My friend Anthony Rena is not too far from Tampa, which is where we were the other day. And now we're here in the uh, makeshift basement. We've been hotel uh, hopping. This is our third hotel. We did only two shows so far, but we did fly in. We have another one tomorrow. Then we have one on Friday. Then Friday night, we made an announcement that I'm going to have a little birthday party at um, Zuccarelli's. Zuccarelli's in West Palm Beach. Now, a lot of people coming. We're just going to have some fun. And I think if I talk to my friends the right way, I can get them all to sing a song, have some fun, and get real with uh, a little birthday party. Okay? Thank you so much. And there's your friend, Hannah Dory. I'm going to have my brother sing a couple of songs while we're doing this podcast and we're going to talk. Let me just get rid of this phone here. Whatever. odd that I say live from my mother's basement because we share the same mother but I live in the house that we grew up in and when we were younger we actually shared a bedroom do you remember that yeah <laughs> I won't be telling anyone else. <laughs> from bunk beds in a small apartment in Jersey City to twin beds to twin beds now it's a full-size beds uh-oh what the hell just happened screen blew up. Anyone up there? 
Yeah. Wow. Something happened. I don't know if anybody can actually see us on Facebook anymore, but it actually disappeared. That is Charlotte right there. Charlotte Marie Elizabeth. Hey, you guys, down Hi, here, on, if you could see me on Facebook, would you let me know? Because the camera disappeared, and uh, I don't even know if we're even recording anymore. Facebook keeps pausing. Thank you for telling me. We probably have a really bad... We can see you. Melanie says we could see you. Thank you, Melanie. Not Doherty. Said like Doherty. Close enough. All right. If you guys could see us on Facebook, I would really appreciate if you could tell us whether you could see us or not. My name Paul Age. Okay, we only take in uh, really happy thoughts, so if you're going to write something nice, you'd appreciate that. Like if you can actually see us would be great, because I don't know what happened to the camera, but the camera disappeared. Oh, Doggerty. Sorry about that, Hannah. Doggerty. Is that better? 805, I can see you, but it's in and out. Okay, that's from our friend Francisco. All right, well, we're going to just do what we need to do right here, right now. All right, thank you so much for telling us. Okay. So, born in Jersey City. Um, I'm going to ask my brother Paul right now, because here we are on this tour. He's doing the music portion of the show, mm -hmm. and I'm doing the comedy portion of the show. Why can't some people sing? Oh, you put me on the spot. No, that's for real, because I can't sing. I've I can't. always wanted to sing. I can't do backup vocals. We had a band when we were younger. Uh, it was called Sunrise, and Paul would harmonize with these other guys. Even my younger brother Anthony would play in the band, but I couldn't sing a note. So how did I become tone deaf, and you have an unbelievable range and an ear? Well, I can't juggle, and you can Right, okay, but there's got to be a reason why somebody can't be trained to sing a song. I guess they didn't want two singers in the same family, so we <laughs> wouldn't compete with each other. They got two comedians. Right now we're getting some uh, Surf's Up questions from Chin's Surf Cafe, and Paul is a true real-life surfer. Yeah, I could use a new surfboard. I could. You I'm riding an eight-foot Walden right now. Surf's Up in Long Beach Island, New Jersey. Oh, sure. Yeah, nice break in Belmar, too. Well, let's go back. We both come from Belmar, New Jersey, let's say. That's where we grew up, down on the Jersey Shore. Paul's still down on the Jersey Shore, my younger brother, Anthony. We loved to go surfing. We would go surfing all the time. I was really into water skiing, I think, more than everybody. I just really wanted to have the boat. I wanted to go skiing. I wanted to show off. And back in the day, it was so much better uh, in Belmar than it ever was when it came to partying. Right now, Cugini Joey saying the Marino brothers looking boss. Thank you very much. I Thank appreciate you. that. All right. And then Sal Marion Strong. Paul Madaliano. Sal Manzo is writing in right now, and we're going to be working with Sal and having some fun with Sal as he sings. Uh huh. Friday looking night forward to that, at Zuccarelli's. This is my brother, and this is the guy I was telling you about. So we're doing these auditions, and we're coming down there. It's going to be fantastic. Little Rat Pack action. Little Rat Pack action, absolutely. So when we were younger and we were coming up down on the Jersey Shore, we were totally into surfing. I ended up going out to Los Angeles and forgot about surfing. I ended up having a nightlife. You would think since I went to California, I'd be going to the beach, but I didn't. I wanted a nightlife. But um, Paul's still surfing, and uh, I remember when we were younger, we had this beach house, and everybody had beach houses, and we nicknamed it the Shore House. 
Paul was like one of the rare breeds that would go surfing in January. And jet skiing. I, I remember. Tell us about jet skiing back in the 80s. Jet skiing in the 80s, when you can launch a jet ski right off the beach, you can't do that anymore, flying over those waves, wearing a wetsuit. I do remember that, jumping the waves. You can't do that anymore. Now you need a license. <laughs> need everything. I think we were breaking every law you can think of back in the 80s because I remember when you had these two jet skis and jet skis yeah. just started becoming popular mm -hmm. and you had this jet ski beach thing with these big orange wheels so you can go right. right down on the beach. I actually have so much footage of all the fun stuff we did when we were younger, including Paul jet skiing over these 10 foot waves. It was January. In fact, we had a New Year's Eve party and New Year's Day, you went jet skiing. Remember that? I certainly do. I certainly do. With my five mil wetsuit, I couldn't even move. <laughs> Tell them exactly what that is. Not everybody even gets what that is. Five mil wetsuit. Well, it's thicker than a three mil, <laughs> thicker than a four mil. And uh, I think we're the reasons they came up with rules for jet skis. Watching us, you need a license, guys. And you heard it from the king of the beach. <laughs> we used to do a lot of stuff that I don't think you were allowed to say or do, and we did it anyway, and then they started implementing laws. Doesn't surprise you, Hannah? Right now, as you can see right here, we're getting a letter from these guys who have a podcast, and the podcast is called You Know I'm Right. And he's saying the words Montego Bay in the 80s. Want to yes. take that? Oh, that's a good one. I'm not sure I have any brain cells left from Montego Bay, but I do have a cup and a book of matches left over that says I parted with you at Montego Bay. I do. Montego Bay was a club on the Jersey Shore in Belmar. It was on Main Street at around 4th, right? Uh, yeah, I think it was Dolce Vita's now. Um, it was a time when this town, Belmar, had 22 liquor licenses in a one mile square radius. And everybody and anybody having fun. And uh, the music was a lot different, too. Uh -huh. um, people would give each other matches that said Montego Bay because that's the way you met somebody. You actually had your phone number put on it back in the time where there was no cell phone, there was no Instagram, and there was no Facebook. It was just you had to meet a girl, ask her if she wanted a drink, take her on a dance floor, and hope to get the right phone number. Mm -hmm. So whose phone number's in you? I'm not saying it. <laughs> I'm not saying it. Oh, oh man. man. Tell us about how the music is completely different from now and then. Well, back then, in the 80s, yeah, it was about making people dance. So it was about a great groove, great sound to dance to. Today it's about, I don't know, a different kind of sound. Some kind of crazy rap. It's just not, I don't know, some of it's good. It's good, it's good, it's just different. I remember the people rap that we things. listened to was kind of like Vanilla Ice. And uh, who was the guy with the baggy pants? MC Hammer. MC Hammer. Great stuff. Great yeah. stuff. Cool in the gang. You know, things, you know, different trends. Things change. You go from the singer-songwriters to, you know, the 80s was great. You know, Madonna. 
cars were different. Hanging out on the beach was different. Um, we did go surfing at like times when you weren't supposed to. Moonlight surfing. Who was it that was responsible for that parasail? Rip. And, you know, how did we actually go to the beach and just fly somebody? We went to the beach with the parasail and right. we sent uh, Sonia up in the air. Yeah, she started to fly away. <laughs> <laughs> Too light. <laughs> there was these bad things. boys. What you gonna do when they come for you? That's where we are. Yeah, we They're were filming bad that boys. right now. I think this neighborhood's not all that great. Uh, we used to go to the beach with this thing. It was a parasail, and uh, since we, were, we weren't flying anybody, we just threw a girl up in the air and we flew her like we were flying a giant kite. Lucille Serrata. Um, I would like to uh, have my brother play a little song right now. If you guys would like to hear a little music, I think we can get him to uh, do one of his songs. He even has some original I think you can twist songs. my arm. Twist your arm. Um, he was playing today and there was a lot of songs that I thought were fantastic. And uh, they bring you back to a time where things were a lot better in the world. So... Uh, why don't we go ahead and grab your guitar and see if you can jam one out for us? Okay. Then we'll take some uh, some call-ins. Hey, Frank, some hero. Hi, everybody. How you doing? Hope you guys can see us on Facebook. I don't know what happened to the camera, but uh, we will uh, bang this out. He's actually uh, warming up and uh, tuning up, so we'll get him to uh, come over here and play a song or two, and then uh, we'll take in some questions. You guys can see what's what. Hannah, take it easy a little bit. I hope you can watch us, but here he is, all right? Come on over. What do you got for us? I'm back. Am I too close? No, that's cool. I look nice and tan in that camera, don't I? Bam. Hit it. Slow down. You move too fast. You've got to make the moaning last just to kick it down with a couple stones. I look for fun and feel it groovy. I got my drum set when I was about maybe 13 years old. I think Paul was already in school playing the trumpet, right? He started out playing yes, the trumpet. Yes, I was. Staying here, this is the, supposedly this camera's still working. Lunarua. Oh. And you went to uh, Scotts Plains Fanwood Junior High. And uh, what made you take the trumpet anyway? Park Junior High. Park. What made you uh, take trumpet? My mother said, you're playing that. No, come on. 
She said, mm -hmm. okay, out of all of those instruments, pick one. And I said, I'll pick that one because it looked the coolest. And that's about it. Is that right? That simple. It just looked like the coolest one. The guy behind the instrument was Billy Ogle. He says, would you like to try it? And I flew that thing for 12 years. Yeah, and he became an unbelievable trumpet player. I was pretty good. Then he put it down for quite some time. 20 years. Was it 20 years? 20 years. Yeah, 20. Started playing again and in public with his own band, the Paul Marino yeah. band. And then he would actually pick up the trumpet and play it in mm -hmm. certain songs. Ring of Fire and a couple of others, but my lips are shot. They're just for kissing now. No more playing the trumpet. <laughs> so if you were playing the trumpet in uh, junior high and yep. high school, yep. what made you actually just stop? I wasn't getting paid. Yeah, well, that could do I had too. to get a job. I played the drums most of my life. I played behind Paul for many, many shows. And then I, too, stopped, and the drum set became furniture. Then I guess 20 years went by and I decided maybe I'll play again, but I was inspired because he was playing and I wanted to be part of the band. And since I had a bit of a following, I was happy to say, hey, why don't we just do something together? I so bet when he... Paul was playing some places, I figured let me show up and I'll play with the band as best I could. Still can't sing, but I can play the drums. Mm -hmm. And now Paul plays how many instruments? Well, now I'm down to just the guitar. I've tr attempted a lot of instruments. I can't play them. I played the xylophone, remember? Not only is he, he's being just very, no. very... Uh, I try to play other instruments. I try to play the flute. I try to play the drums, the accordion, the I don't piano. Know, I don't see. See, he's rambling them off <laughs> because he actually really does play them. He can play the harmonica while he's playing the guitar. Oh, that I can play. He plays the uh, flute certain songs he bangs out the flute the flute that goes this way the flute that goes this way he plays the xylophone he plays the piano and he could play the drums just as good as i can and all i ever played was just the drums so sometimes you'll actually see him singing a song like when he does ring of fire and he does this beat on a snare drum which is called basically a train train shuffle train shuffle with brushes and it sounds absolutely fantastic I can only play the drums when I'm not talking or singing or trying to sing at all. So it's fantastic that in our family, he could play all these instruments, sing these songs, and I have the personality of comedy. So we're going to be doing a lot of shows together. And uh, I thought you guys would have a lot of fun seeing the other portion of the Marino family here on Live from My Mother's Basement. And uh, we're going to be doing a lot of projects together. I told you guys all about how we're going to be doing Growing Up Grand, which I'm going to uh, uh, bring my brother into. And then when we go out on tour this year, you're going to see a lot of music integrated into some some comedy. He's also funny. He likes to... Uh, yeah, he's I right. Think, he I think he it's... can play the cowbell. <laughs> he's right. Anthony, he can play Anthony the cowbell. Arena, the cowbell. Let's do a little question and answer right now, and then we'll have Paul play another song. All right, my friend Joe, he has a place called Buena Sara, in northern New Jersey. Hey, Mike and Paul, hope you're having a good time in Florida, getting ready up big night Friday night. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. Yeah, I'm having a little birthday party. I'm just inviting some friends to a place called Zuccarelli's, and that's going to be here in West Palm Beach, 
lot of celebrities are actually going to show up. So if you've got nothing to do and you're going to be in the area, stop on by. I can't make an announcement on who they are and what they're going to be doing, but I'm going to be happy if I can get my brother to jump on stage, play some songs. That would make a great birthday gift, right? King Croucher and Watts are coming. Right. <laughs> cool. Um, let's take in some questions. All right, so here we go. Question. Hey, what's up? Well, okay, well, we're just saying they're doing our little uh, video right now. And there's Lucille who says, talented family. I appreciate that. Hannah's got a lot to say. Keep on kicking ass, Hannah. Thank you very much for watching live from my mother's basement. Is your younger brother going to be there? That's coming from Tommy T, who is in Belmar. Yes, this Friday night he is going to be there. My younger brother actually plays the bass. I don't know if he's a good singer or not. I don't think so, but I don't know. Right. He's good at yelling, though. Yes, he's a good screamer. He's a good yeller. So we should have to pick songs that you yell in. <laughs> right now, we could say hello to my friend Frank Zaviro, and he's saying hello to us. Frank was the star in uh, Godfather, and he's also one of the stars of Goodfellas. In Goodfellas, he played the character Carbone. He's saying hello to my oh, brother. Oh, the frozen guy. That's him. That's so Frank. Wait, he's defrosted now? He's defrosted <laughs> after all this time. And he was also in The Godfather, part two in the beginning, and well, throughout the movie. He's a fantastic actor. Um, we talk about that hmm. because those are the two most incredible movies of all time. Pretty much. And he's yeah. in that, but he's, he's also been in a lot of movies and a lot of TV shows. All right, so here's a question from Chris underscore surf underscore cafe, chin surf cafe. I did my first night of stand-up comedy, open mic. Well, thank you very much for telling us that. I really appreciate that. You do not laugh at your own jokes. Uh, hold on, let's take that question for real. Open mic, what would you suggest as a follow-up? Let the audience laugh. You do not laugh at your jokes. Um, you might want to rephrase that. Um, there's nothing wrong with laughing at your own jokes, especially if your own jokes are funny. I laugh at everything that I do, and why not? It makes people join in with the laughter. So you know, I, Drew Lynch, when uh, America's Got Talent, he laughs at his own jokes, so I would use him as a barometer. It's okay to do that. Yeah, laugh at your own jokes. I play the guitar, and when I make mistakes, I laugh at myself. Someone's got to. How about an original song? Paul writes some of his own original music. He's got a great song, and the song, well, I'll let you tell everybody. Could you play that song for us? I could play that song. Let's do it. All right. a song I wrote about my niece Rachel when she was just three years old. It's an original.
How much fun is it that we're actually in a hotel room? There's probably people in all different areas at this hotel wondering what the hell is going on in this room, and they have no idea, because when we checked in, we had our masks on, we had our glasses on, we do the whole social distancing thing, and everything here is super cool. So thank you so much, Frank Severo, for being a hot topic celebrity watching into the show last night, um, right now, and there's my friend, uh, Diamond Girl, out in Chicago. There's our friend uh, uh, Joe from Buena Sara. Good stuff. Paul's reading some uh, messages right now. So here's one that's coming in from England. Okay, we talked to somebody from Australia. We got a lot of friends from New Jersey and different parts of the world. There's Kat. Yes, Kat. Thank you so much. And this is Patrick. And Patrick is actually in England. And he's saying a lot of stuff. <laughs> Roman Emperor Hardin. Okay, well, thank you so much. I really appreciate that. Let's see if I can't read that. That's a lot. That's like three paragraphs of stuff, but thank you so much. And Lorna is from Scotch Plains Fanwood High School. Yeah, I, I know Lorna very well. All right. Um, we'll take in a few more questions right here on Instagram, and uh, we'll answer them. But I wanted to talk to Paul about exactly how did he come up with the original song that he just wrote. Okay, so I was competing for attention with my uh, niece Rachel about 20 years ago. I said, Ray, you gotta check out what I can do here. And she kept saying, but Uncle Paul, I'm three. And I said, I know, but I can play the guitar. And she said, look at me. And she was coloring something. And I just wrote 20 lines. I kept writing down what she was saying. I was writing down what I was saying. Put it all together. Had my good friend Mark Ribbler produce it and came out with a song. It's about fantastic. 20 minutes. And you can actually get it. Um, can you buy that? Uh, I know it's available in CD Baby on uh, paulmarinoband.com on my website. So go to the paulmarinoband.com website and you can purchase the song. It's a great CD. It's got great shirts. Are shirts for sale when you ran out of shirts? I ran out. Shirts. ran out of shirts. Have to reload. Right. Well, we're going to reload them because when we go out on tour, we're going to want to maybe buy, buy uh, some merchandise like that. I think it's really hard to come up with songs. I could never write a song. I love writing jokes. I write jokes every day. That's where I come up with the topics. And the topics that I come up with, they come up with because of my family. I started talking about my mom, started talking about my dad. Uh, eventually, we, when me and my brothers were hanging out on the Jersey Shore, we came up with slogans like the Shore House, the S-U-R-E Shore House. You were sure to have fun. Maybe you remember the water slogan that we had. Get wet today. 
Right. We used to say, we're number one in summer fun, and that's why we'd say, get wet today. And we put it on all these t-shirts, and wherever we went, you know, people were like, oh, those are those guys from the Shore House. So that's the way it originally started, with that type of silliness and fun, stuff at the beach, and then taking it to the extreme, which is where I come up with stuff right now. But there is somebody in our family, and I know my brother Paul would agree to this, I originally started doing stand-up by impersonating Uncle Tom. Uncle Tom. Uh -huh, Uncle Tom. Points to me. Yeah. So <laughs> tell us a little bit about your view and what we used to think of growing up with Uncle Tom. Whenever he was around, we were sure to get some loose change. <laughs> he was always giving us money. He was the type of uncle that you had in your family that had you laughing all the time by the crazy things that he said. But he also would give us dimes and nickels because we used to go to the Penny Arcade. And he would try to make sure that we grew up the way he grew up, which may or may not have been a good idea. So I started to impersonate Uncle Tommy. And you had a great relationship with Uncle Tommy because he used to call my brother Paul... Bank of America. Bank of America. Right. Paul was always making money somehow from a very young age. Yeah, I don't know how, why or how, but... Well, he used to sell patches. Tell us about how that all happened. <laughs> oh, yeah. He would give me things to play with that I could use for myself, and I would just take it to school and just sell it. <laughs> <laughs> Remember one time he gave me his police badge. Hey, you have this badge. You'd be able to show your friends you're a cop. I sold it for $3. <laughs> I think it was like a fake sheriff's badge. Yeah. Who knows where he even got these things. Probably from a cop. That he would get us in trouble, and he'd say the badge was to get us out of trouble. And uh, Paul had a knack of taking things, and he'd go to school, and he'd sell it. And he always had some cash in his pocket. So these patches were used to, you know, cover a hole in your pants. And um, they had some weird faces like Don't Eat Yellow Snow, uh, Snoopy. Well, they were mainly uh, Marine Corps and Army and Navy insignias you put on your on your arm. Where did he even get that? Because when he made plastic bags on the first floor, the guy on the second floor was printing those patches. See, I didn't even know that. Yeah, in the same building. My Uncle Tommy made plastic bags for a living. He used to say all the time that he made the wrong bag. He should have made condoms. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, I didn't know, but there was somebody else in the building who made these particular patches, and Paul had the knack of going to school, and he'd sell the patches for like a dollar, two dollars. and the 75 next... cents, got to rob the kids of their lunch money. Yeah, remember that? I don't think there was ever bullying when I was going to school. How about you? Do you remember any of that? Only in Jersey City, there was a Johnny Frieda, <laughs> there was Anthony Grillo, there was Tommy Johnson. Like every three houses, there was a bully. Was that right? Yeah, walking home was like a landmine. <laughs> <laughs> Get on that side of the street, here comes Tommy Johnson. There's Johnny Frieda. I don't remember I, Tommy Johnson, but I do remember Johnny Frieda. Oh. And Johnny Frieda's a friend. You didn't see Tommy Johnson, you just watched the snowballs come from across the street. I don't know if you remember this, but I remember when we were younger, um, tough kids would make snowballs Put a and rock in and it. Put a rock in Tommy it. Johnson. Did he? Boom. <laughs> <laughs> Pigeon Park, Jersey City. I don't even know what that is. 
but that's Tommy. They say that Marion was a tough section. I just remember running a lot. <laughs> yeah, we were born in the Marion section of Jersey City, and at that time, it was actually a great place to live. Right. We had a lot of friends in one building. Everybody knew everybody. I wonder what happened to Anthony Grillo. They called him Tough Toe. Tough Toe. That was Anthony Grillo? Mm-hmm. Why would they even call anybody Tough Toe? Because he was a tough friggin' guy. Well, what's the toe got to do with anything? Kind of reminds me of something. I don't know. All right, but there's a lot of people from Jersey City actually hey. watching right now. Tori Marie, how you doing? Janine Maurice, nice to see you. Tommy T. I don't know what Pigeon Park was, but that was cool. And there's Paul Marianne. Montaliano, who's big in Jersey City. He actually has a site on Facebook that's all about Jersey City. I think it's sons and sons and daughters of Marion. Have you ever seen that site? I'm on that site, yeah. So that's uh, Paul. I'm glad that you do that. Here's my friend Billy. I'm at Whole Foods, and because of the supply shortage, they are now changing to half foods. <laughs> That's really good. I grew up in Hoboken. <laughs> good times, good times. All right, so we want some questions here because my brother Paul and I are going to be doing a lot of shows together. I have a lot of shows that I'm going to be doing throughout the year. Hopefully this COVID won't jack us up. And Paul has a lot of shows that he's going to be doing throughout the state of New Jersey. He's also available for a lot of different events that he entertains Okay, at. sorry, Johnny. Sorry. What happened? <laughs> he wasn't involved. He was over. <laughs> you never know who's watching the podcast. Johnny, can you see friend. us? <laughs> I love you, though, man, really. Johnny Frieda was the guy that a lot of kids feared on uh, Wallace yeah, Avenue. Like for example, you would say, that's he's on my side. Yeah, I'm that, playing that's, on his that's, team. I'm on his team. But he became a, a great boxer, and he's a great friend. And you can actually see Johnny Frieda in my web series, Make America Italian Again. He plays a great hitman, and I hope we get to shoot again someday <laughs> soon. <laughs> I wasn't a bully. That's all right. Actually, Joe Criscoli <laughs> was a bully. Not not so much Johnny Frieda. Joey Criscoli, Chucky Good's friend. Oh my goodness. Oh yeah. Yeah, he's in the penitentiary, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> <laughs> well, tell us what it's like to actually still surf at our uh, grown-up ages. It's great. It really is. It's great exercise. It's great to be out on the water. The difference is our brains are working a little different. If I see waves that are overhead, my brain's saying, it's a beach chair day. Oh, really? Yeah, I don't paddle out on that anymore. You don't go for the big Chest one? high. I'm good. Overhead, it's my day off. Surfing a lot different than back in the day when we were hanging out down the beach. Yeah, still fun. Still fun. Still got the. I can still get out. Still do a handstand on a skateboard. Yes, uh, my brother celebrated a birthday. I'm not going to say his age, but one of the things he wanted to show everybody that he could still do is ride a handstand on his skateboard which a lot of people can't even do a handstand when they're not on wheels. He did it on wheels, and I videotaped it like I do. I've obviously been videotaping everything we've ever done since I probably was 19, I think 20s, when we had the uh, VHS camera when they first hit the scene. 
and we had one and we videotaped everything we ever said. It was like the TikTok of the early 80s. You remember this? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Videotape. I'm one of the only people, or we are one of the only people that actually has footage of the interior of Montego Bay. It was 1988. No, 85, 86, 87. Because at that time, you weren't allowed to videotape stuff. Remember? Um, vaguely. Cousin Michael went in because he worked for Panasonic. I went in because I was working at MTV and I was doing a lot of TV commercials. So they'd allowed us to go into this place, Montego Bay, with a video camera. And we have really fun footage of us all dancing with the gang and the groups and all the different people in there. But I don't think it was me that went into a certain area with the camera, was it? No, plus the cameras were the size of a garbage barrel that you put on your shoulder. <laughs> it's like carrying a keg. Or a dead body. There's footage of uh, a lot of crazy stuff, and we would always take turns handing each other the camera so that we could always do something fun. And there is some footage of a bunch of girls dancing uh, in a certain area, and I don't remember me being the camera guy. <laughs> but we had a lot of fun doing all this crazy stuff. Let's have some questions over here. I pushed you guys on your dad's go-kart. <laughs> you probably broke that thing three times. Johnny Frieda. We had a go-kart that was um, made by our father, sat two people, and for whatever reason, it was, it, I think, didn't that have something to do with Cub Scouts? I don't know. It had to do with, if someone else on the block had a go-kart, we had to have a go-kart. Look at Anthony Arena. He's saying, Paul, I saw that handstand. That was awesome. And yes, belated birthday party to Paul. And, Thank you. Uh, I won't say your age, even though Mike's head. <laughs> 60. Thanks for saying that, Joe. I appreciate that. And uh, we're going to get together and I'll bring my brother Paul to Buena Sara because they do have music and great stuff over at Buena Sara. It's not the one in Red Bank. Not Red Bank. Okay. It's North Jersey. And uh, maybe we can get my brother Paul a show up there. I know I'd like to do a show up there, too. Uh, Susan Rolls, will you ever come to Texas to do a show? West Texas would be nice. What's the difference? I think there's a lot more land. In West Texas? Yeah. Thank you, Susan Rolls, for asking that question. I have a funny feeling we'll be making our way to Texas. I really appreciate that. I know we want to go to Australia. And to my friend who's writing in from England, we definitely want to come to England. Especially in the summer. Ingrid. Bunker, bunker ballroom. Who said that? Cat. So many great places to meet and dance back then. That's right. Hunker Bunker Hunk Ballroom. Ballroom. I think the Hunker Bunker Ballroom was owned by the guy who owned DJs. Yeah. Uh, we used to go there. Remember, we used to wear like. Um, Cavaricis, <laughs> Shams de Baron, Shams. Crayons. I think crayons was girls' clothes. And shoes. Candies? Crayons are shoes. I don't remember yeah. crayons. Yeah. There were places like Chess King, the Merry-Go-Round. Um, what were some of your favorite groups back in the 80s? I mean, I was a big fan of Millie Vanilli. I can't believe what happened when that all went down. Mm -hmm. You? Favorite bands? Yeah. Songs. Oh, Stray Cats. Yes, you used to Squeeze. play Stray Cats. Squeeze. Squeeze. Mm -hmm. Remember we used to jam in the basement of the Shore House. And sometimes we would, uh, you know, get really, really high and not play the instruments, just pretend. 
Mm-hmm. Sayerville, I don't remember. Capizio's, yes. That's it. That's it. The Meadowbrook in Verona. <laughs> Tramps. Who's Tramps? Is that a band? I don't know. My phone froze. You're in L.A. next month? Yes. Um, I'm coming back to Los Angeles February 10 through February 18. I'll be at the Ha Ha Comedy Club. I will also be in Palm Springs. And on February 17, if you're out in Los Angeles, come to the Ha Ha Comedy Club. I'm having another birthday party on the West Coast with my friend Stevie D. Sound is hard to hear. Thank you, Nancy. You appreciate you. PCO shoes. Well, let's get Paul to play one more song, and then I'm going to cross the street and get myself a hamburger. Hey, guys, ever party at the limelight? I really didn't do New York that much. You? Mm-hmm. No, actually not. JC's own cooling again. Ninth Avenue House. All right, someone asked me for Ooh. a cash song. <laughs> Who asked for Johnny Cash on? Was it Lorna? I'll ask for Johnny Cash. Darius Megal Pika, Ninth Avenue Beach House. All right, here's another tune from my brother Paul. Hang out, enjoy. songs I don't know one of the things that's great about having a brother that's an entertainer like this is he made the song popular for me not who sings the song <laughs> Johnny Cash yeah Johnny Cash didn't make that song popular for me my brother did because I watch him play it and it makes me want to uh, uh, you know enjoy the songs more than listening to Johnny Cash like listening to my brother so we've got a, a lot of shows that we're thanks Darlene on. Darlene Corporale, she's out in California. I'm on my way back to California, Darlene. 
I'll be there on February 10 through February 18. Wow, just amazing. Great job, Paul. This is my friend, um, Diamond Girl, and she calls herself Diamond Girl because of the song Diamond Girl. Diamond Girl, Diamond Girl, you watching when you Wow, that's a different Diamond Girl song. Can you play it? No, that's um, Elton John. Oh, yeah, Diamond Girl by Elton John. Oh, this right. is Diamond Girl, the dancing uh, song. John Frieda. Is it true that Johnny Cash kept the beat of a train? No, the drummer uh, did. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, listen, we got to get going. Paul, if you want, tell everybody where they can catch you on the Internet and where they can see you Oh, absolutely. Live. If you want to see where I'm playing down at the Jersey Shore, because that's where I uh, play primarily, just go to paulmarinoband.com. You'll get my website. You just click over to the left where it says menu, and there will be a drop-down calendar, and I have it filled. So when you're down in Monmouth County, just check out my website, and you'll see where I'm going to be appearing next. See you guys soon. The paulmarinoband.com. Right. And don't forget, you can see him on Instagram as well, which is Marino Music, right? Yes. At Marino, Marino Music, Music on Instagram, and you can find him here on my pages. Listen, I'm going to get going. We had a lot of fun. We're in this uh, little... Uh, um, hotel room so it really couldn't get too loud and exquisite like I like to do when I'm really in the basement but I think I'm gonna have my brother on the show a bunch of more times if you're in the Florida area and you guys want to come hang out no problem just come down to uh, um, what's it called where am I going Zucatelli's Zuccarelli's Zuccarelli's and West Palm Beach that this Friday night seven o'clock thanks guys you guys are great wait I gotta read this a celebrity big-time celebrity Frank Zavero great show the Marino Brothers Thank you so much, Frank. Nice Italian guy from New York. He's in the two most greatest the frozen movies guy. of all time. You would yeah. be calling him Carbone. Frozen Frank, I think. Carbone. <laughs> <laughs> and also in The Godfather. Um, <laughs> I'm Mike Marino. You can find me at MikeMarino.net. The world is starting to open up again, folks. We're starting to tour. So if you want to come to a show, I'll also be touring around the United States with Joe Gorga from Jersey Housewives. So keep those cards and letters coming. We'll stay in touch. Remember, let's make America Italian again. My motto is, you don't know nothing, you don't say nothing, you don't see nothing. And how do I end every single one of my broadcasts by always saying the same thing? Say it with me. Go ahead. You're going to say, don't take no shit from nobody. And don't take, take no, no shit, shit from, from nobody. nobody. Bye, everybody. Have a great night. Ciao. Thanks for listening to Live from My Mother's Basement with me, Mike Marino. Make sure you log on to all my social media at Mike Marino Live on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter.